Good evening. It is uh, night 17, episode 17 of uh, Turn 30 in a slightly different locale to how we normally do this. It's the first day back after Christmas and in an act of sheer generosity, I've decided to give uh, Mr B some time off. So Andy's got some time off this week. So instead, you're joined by myself and my co-host, Otis the Jack Russell, who's currently... Um, in the middle of trying to eat one of our many cats toys so yeah this week's going to be a little bit different <clears throat> obviously Andy's not here this week we do aim to be back to normal next week for episode 18 but uh it is just myself and this growly little pup um for this week's episode but anyway hope you're all doing well it's um obviously first episode of 2021 we've had a, a fairly long uh time off which has been a eventful um obviously the world's plunged into more chaos or at least in the uk where everyone's back to lockdown once again and i try and avoid obviously on most podcasts talking about the situation that's occurring but it's kind of getting the point where it's unavoidable nowadays um so we're in a situation where once again our good friend boris has plunged us into the darkness of another glorious lockdown with no sign of exit really and every major pharmaceutical company under the sun at the minute is deciding to get in on the old vaccine malarkey. So we've got our own here in the UK, AstraZeneca, the Oxford AstraZeneca uh, vaccine, which is only 70% effective, mind, but apparently because it's British, that's the go-to one, um, whatever. And we've still got the Pfizer one kicking about there. And there's a couple of others joined in. <clears throat> it's only going to be a, a matter of time before Elon Musk announces the Mars bar which will no doubt be the vaccine to end all vaccines and will end up teleported somewhere around uh, Mount Olympus on Mars. But anyway, um, that aside, it's it's just one of those things, really. Um, and we're kind of just getting on with it nowadays. I think there's a lot of people. I was out today with a family in the car. And just to clarify, before anyone rings the police and decides to get me fined, it was for the sake of exercise. Obviously, as you know, my son's autistic, so sometimes we've got to take him to certain places. It's as simple as that. Um, and if anyone disagrees with that, I don't care. Um, but we've got to take him <clears throat> certain places. And plenty of people are out in their cars at the minute. Plenty of people are walking about. I definitely think the um, first time around, the lockdown the first time around, was taken a lot more seriously. But I think because we've had two since, and this is the third one, people are just kind of cottoning on now that, it's not really doing a lot <clears throat> and a lot of the statistics that are coming out nowadays uh, if you read in the right places and they're not being silenced that is by uh, big media is that um, things such as wearing a mask aren't actually effective it's stopping the virus um, you've got people arguing that um, influenza is completely different to COVID uh, apparently the reason we are unprepared for this and we weren't prepared for swine flu but we didn't lock down for swine flu is because swine flu is a flu and coronavirus is the common cold which is of course bullshit because a coronavirus isn't necessarily a cold um it's just a form another form of a similar virus which is respiratory so it shows that a lot of the people who are coming out with this stuff have no idea what they're talking about <laughs> but yeah obviously 2011 uh, 2021 rather i'm going 10 years back in time is hopefully going to be a hell of a lot better, um, still all the same, um, than what 2020 was. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate we've obviously started on the wrong foot already with another lockdown. 
Um, people, there's people out there still arguing that it's necessary. It's one of them things. It depends where you read. I mean, I was reading the Durham County Council website, and even they'd put on that we're in tier four. Um, yet we've got a much lesser infection rate than London. Yeah, if you remember rightly, the shoe was on the other foot once upon a time, and we were getting put into the higher tiers, whilst um, everywhere else, London, were kind of living the life and, and sticking in tier two. <clears throat> now, everybody, bar, I think it's the Isles of Skilly, off the coast of Cornwall, are in tier four, more or less. And uh, Skilly, for some reason, doesn't exist, so they're staying tier one. You might also hear now, if you're lucky, we've got a cat wandering about. Um, somewhere around here, and that cat is uh, looking for a male cat. Um, obviously, in the coronavirus outbreak, even cats have to self-isolate, so she's walking around doing the mating call for a male cat. Um, priceless. Couldn't make it up. Literally happening right now as I record a podcast. And this is one of the reasons we don't often tend to do it in our own homes, um, because it's chaotic at the best of times but another reason why um andy's not joining us tonight is simply because that the stress of actually trying to record long distance it just isn't worth it um one of our episodes you'll recall back on i think it was episode nine um we tried to do the whole long distance recording thing and it went down like uh the titanic it was just it was hard it was it was an okay episode in the end but <clears throat> There were parts where you just couldn't make out, you know, if we were actually understanding each other. And it's it's really difficult to record long distance because often the net will cut out and you'll be sat there and you'll be like, oh, is he saying something? Is he not? And uh, more often than not, it's just awkward. So another reason we don't have Andy is the long distance malarkey um, would make it difficult. I seem to have jumped through two topics already which is fantastic. <laughs> I do have an idea of where I want to take tonight's podcast, though. And it was something that I'd drawn up with Andy, but we'll get on that in a second. Um, I've prepared two sponsors for tonight's show, so I might as well give you the sponsors now. Um, and obviously, we're past the five-minute mark. I'm not sat in a car, so I don't have the wonderful um, little Hyundai tunage, unfortunately. So let's just pretend I've put that in roundabout now. Ding! Welcome to episode 17 of Turn of 30. <laughs> anyway, um, tonight's sponsors are two uh, body parts. Not literally, um, but obviously they both sum up are, are actually body parts. That's what they've got in common. Um, one of them is uh, Council Estate's favourite radio station. I'm not going to name them on the air just in case you know we end up getting a cease and desist, much like we did with Hyundai earlier in the season. But they are, quite frankly the council estate radio station of the year and it's named after a body part i'll let you decide if you know what that is the second sponsor is um a type of food um put i'll get straight to the point pistachios absolutely delightful me being someone who can't eat anything without dying pistachios are my go-to for that little salt kick i need to keep myself alive um because face, if I eat anything else with salt in, that's it. Dead. Um, but yeah, so we've got a, a radio station named after a body part. The favourite uh, radio station of every council state in Britain. The Gogglebox watching populace. The um, Little Mix fans. Now, I'm not alienating people. 
it just is what it is. It's Council Estates, favourite radio station. I can already hear Andy listening back this episode, putting in that little bit where he says, no, let's stop there before we alienate more people. So I'm hearing you, Andy. Don't panic. That's the end of that. <laughs> but pistachios. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Great taste and nut. Um, I do like nuts. Um, the food, of course, not the body part. But they are delicious um, and they're very good. And um, I was reading uh, something a while ago where it's like, it's it's the one nut that's supposed to give you your recommended daily ounce of salt um, and won't give you a heart attack or something like that. I don't know. Didn't fact check. Vicky will check that out. I am sure. Um, but yeah, pistachio nuts. Grand. The one problem I have with pistachio nuts, though, is um, the fact that you actually burn calories off trying to eat them you've got a task to get to them. So most people, if you buy your pistachio nuts the way they come and kind of like the most natural form, you've got to obviously get them out of in, in outer shell first. And getting them out of the outer shell can be tough enough as it is. Sometimes if you get a particular pistachio where it's a very narrow, hollow opening, um, it can be very difficult to prise it open. There's people out there that resort to extreme measures with eating pistachios. They tend to take a hammer to them. Um, personally, not a fan of that because uh, we've got a perfectly nice uh, kitchen desktop in there that I would not want to be destroying for the sake of a pistachio. And I don't fancy getting a new one fitted in this year. But also, uh, there's, there's people who actually do eat the pistachio. I was watching a YouTube video. Guy eating pistachios, literally in the shell so just like straight down crunching the shell outer shell included as well as the actual nut on the inside people who do that are just utter maniacs as far as i'm concerned and clearly have either a really good dental plan or the strongest toothpaste in the world because there's not a chance in hell i would ever ever consider trying to eat pistachio nuts just like that with the outer shell you know because I would try doing that. My teeth would collapse under the pressure of trying to reach something so solid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pistachio nuts. Um, second sponsor. We've got a little something in there. Obviously, the first sponsor. A bit controversial. We'll leave that one at that. But yeah, uh, tonight's episode, what I had planned when I was going to be talking to Andy is um, we had... A little, or at least I sent him a message about a week ago after Christmas, and we'll plan ahead for the, this week's episode. Obviously, last minute change ends up me presenting on my own. And um, because it's the first episode of the year, and because I like it when we do the little more kind of solemn episodes, if you will, I thought we'd start off with um, an episode about changing. And uh, we're going into another year, it's probably a bit of a cliche, because you've probably heard, if, if you're a big fan of podcasts, you've probably heard about seven or eight by now, which are on about, oh, it's a new year, new year, new resolutions. I'm not on about that shit. Resolutions and that aside, this is kind of like a retrospective sort of um, idea. So I was having this thought the other day, um, and I was thinking to myself about how I'm coming up 32 this year, and likewise, I'll be 32 this year as well. and it's how your perspective on life changes. Now, I remember that I, as a, a kid at school, was 
I I thought I was a bee's knees, putting it bluntly. I think every kid probably has that little bit of arrogance to them, where they think they are if they're if they're if for certain popularity. And um, I look back at any kind of picture of me now at school, and I was the biggest nerd of nerds going. I had terrible hair. Um, I can only describe it as um, it's kind of like a cross between uh, a white snake, Rody, and um, I don't know, a Cumbrian hillbilly. If if we have any hillbillies in Cumbria, I love the place. I'm just, I couldn't think of anywhere else off the top of my head. And I just looked ridiculous. But for some reason back then, you always kind of have this idea when you look back. And I think everyone does this, no matter which generation you come from. You look back and you think, what the hell was I dressed like that for? Why was I wearing my hair that way? Why was I, I don't know, listening to the bands I was listening to back then, etc. And it got me thinking about a few things. I at school, and even in my my early twenties, and I think Andy would agree with this if he was here at night. I kind of had this view, and it's not really a self conscious view, but you tend to put yourself in a box for the longest time, and that box tends to be based on um, how you were perceived at school and whatever box people put you in back then. And I, for one, for the longest time, um, even when I'd met my wife, and I was nineteen when I met my met my wife but even then it's kind of like you just kind of perceive yourself a certain way like oh i'm too geeky to do that or you know i was never you know right enough to do this or right enough to do that or whatever and you always kind of write yourself off things and me personally i, I always for many many years wrote myself out doing certain things based on how i was perceived a long time ago at school and i started talking to my wife about it and i said to her this past year in particular, um, with the lockdown, has been a, a real time of reflection in the sense that I've been able to see life for what it is. Um, I've been able to mellow out dramatically. And I'm at the point now where I had a lot of massive plans, but no kind of way of executing them. And I kind of just said to her the other day, I said, you know, I realised the past year that I'm more capable of things than I ever allowed myself to, to think I was. And I know me and Andy have definitely had this conversation in the car once. But it's like that kind of that thing is, is it's kind of a coming of age thing where you spend so much of your life being a certain way and having you know this idea of who you are based on what other people tell you or how you're forced to feel. That it kind of really, it's like a, it's a bit like a Shazam moment, if that's the word, where you suddenly kind of just kind of hit a certain point in your life and you go, why? Why am I kind of, you know, tell myself I can't do that? Why am I telling myself I can't be this or I can't be that or I'm not good at this and not good at that when in actual fact you've never tried? And that's kind of what's hit me recently. And, um... I think it was kind of how I saw myself in certain situations. Like, if I was around certain people in my 20s, I'd always feel obliged to act a certain way because um, I didn't think I was worthy. So I'd always put, like, a kind of a personality on and I'd try my best to please them based on that personality. And that was all because I hung on the past and, and the past perceptions of who I was. Um, I was telling myself, right, well, 
you've got to be this way because if they see you for who you are, then they're not going to like you. And it's only really, I'd say the past year in a bit where it's kind of got dawned on me. It's like, you know, you can only ever be yourself in life. You can't change factors about yourself. You can't change where you were born. You can't change how you were brought up. You can't change your height, how you look to a degree. Um, it's better just being yourself. And I've learned that I am a fairly capable man, capable of doing many different things that for the longest time didn't think was right for me. I didn't think I was cut out for. And I think that's the point of tonight's episode and, and what I'm trying to get at. It's like that little coming of age moment where you, you get to a certain point in your life and you're looking back and you're thinking, actually, you know, I've got it pretty good. I can do this. I can do that if I wanted to. There's also the flip side if you realise what you're not good at. I recently started playing chess over Christmas and... Um, I got a bit carried away because I was, or at least I thought I, thought I was winning quite well to begin with, and I was doing a decent, like, um, I was having a decent go at it and kind of strong against the opponents I was playing. I was like, yeah, this is brilliant. And um, the penny dropped when, obviously, I was I was playing a computer. I was playing, like, an AI, and based on their ratings, I thought I was doing brilliant. I started playing real players who had, with the greatest respect them, terrible ratings, but who absolutely kicked my ass, And I realised I was terrible at chess. I was just god-awful at it. And I was telling myself I was good at it. And I thought I was good at it. Then the perception swung. And I was like, oh, God, no, I'm actually shit at this. But I gave it a go. And I think one of the morals of what I'm trying to get at is, um, as well as not kind of casting you out of rules based on what other people tell you, or that perception of the way you were when you were younger, or whatever bracket you were putting when you were younger. Give things a go, even if you don't think you're capable, because the likelihood is you've been living a false life. You've been telling yourself you can't do things, but you actually can. One of the things, as you'll know from earlier podcasts, I, I took up in my 20s, early 20s, but I didn't take it seriously until um, 2019 is running. And... Um, I came, I was third fastest male in one of the races I ran. And it was proper, it was a proper race. It had some good local athletes running it. Um, and it was strong competition. And to have got third fastest male, fourth overall, I would have cast myself out of being able to do something like that if I was younger. Um, I'd have told myself that I could, wouldn't have been capable. And I think mentality plays a lot into that. I would have ended up coming off a lot worse if I'd tried it and still had the same mindset. But your life's really what you make it within reason. I don't believe in, in the whole kind of Nike uh, phrase of, um, you know, some of the impossible. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I don't think it's, it's, it's possible to do everything. But I think if you get in the right frame of mind and stop living by the, the preconception you've set yourself, you can find that you're capable of a lot of things. And you can also find on the flip side, you're going to be terrible at a lot of things as well. And just getting to that point where you're honest with yourself and you live an honest life helps. Things are so much more comfortable nowadays. I have a long way to go still, and I'm sure we all do. But I think it's a big thing when you kind of, you just hit that moment and things are going to plan and in the sense of how you're finding yourself and just feel a lot better about yourself and find what you can do. And it's great. It's a wonderful, you know, kind of thing to go through. If you guys have any sort of 
like I'd say similar experiences about that moment in your life, whether it was like becoming a dad or a mom or something happened to you or what, and you just kind of had that eureka moment of becoming yourself. I'd really be interested to hear from you. So um, message me and Andy at the usual um, on Instagram, which is turning 30 gram and uh, by the email, which is turn 30 podcast gmail.com. Just let us know what you think. I know it's kind of like a bit abstract, I think, the way I put that across tonight, but hopefully you'll understand my point on that. It's kind of like, you know, you you get somewhere where you just realise who you are and you start living as who you are and it's a great feeling and you stop kind of living off the stupid idea of what you thought you were and what you weren't, etc. It's just growing up, really. Growing up, it changes a lot of people if you grow up the right way. I think um, everyone eventually grows up a certain way you start to hopefully see life being a lot more comfortable. On the subject of the um, socials, um, I can't access neither the Instagram or the Gmail right now. I haven't been able to access the Google for a very long time. Andy has synced that up to his phone. God knows what the hell's going on there, but he is checking the messages. And I know I've got his word that he's going to be going through things this week. Um, the Instagram as well, I tried using the VPN the other day. For some reason, I forgot to log out this VPN. And even though I was going to be taking a step back from actually posting regularly on Instagram, as I'd posted the other week, um, I actually locked myself out of it. And the only way I can get back into the Instagram is via the email address. But I can't get into the email address because I haven't got this phone. So <laughs> the situation with that right now is, pardon me, Andy's... Um, Assuring me he's going to be checking both the Instagram and the email. So just send stuff in and we'll get round to reading it eventually. Um, we'd be interested to know as well um, just how you guys are finding things at the moment as well. Um, obviously, I started on probably the clay care topic at the minute, which is coronavirus and the lockdowns and all that. But I think it's important whilst things are the way they are right now to stay as connected as you can i know there's a lot of things out there where um there's people being surrounded by police i read a story about two ladies being surrounded by police and bloody leads um all because they're out on a walk and i mean there's this this extremes there really is freaking extremes with shit and it's it's balmy but i think it's it's important that we stay connected in some way shape or form so I'd be very interested, more so than ever this year, if you guys obviously uh, keep in touch with myself and Andy and let us know how you're doing. So don't hesitate if you've ever got anything to talk about. Just send us a message in to the socials. We'd be really interested to hear from you. Um, Another thing about this year, um, I don't know how we're playing it now. I mentioned it on the Instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um. But I will be uh, stepping away from turning 30 for an unspecified amount of time shortly. I don't know yet when that's going to be. Um, we don't really know what the plans are going to be for this. I think this is another reason why I'm kind of doing this solo tonight as well, is because I'm, I'm getting my time in, if you will, before I inevitably bugger off um, for passage new temporarily. Um, but we will still be here. 2021 20, uh, is going to be the year of the turn of 30. So 
Um, just kind of giving you as a heads up as well, if you're listeners and you don't necessarily follow our feeds, I'll be stepping aside from the show um, sometime soon. I'm kind of guessing it's it's probably going to be maybe four or five episodes time. Could be more. I don't know. Um, the reason being, I'm I'm not prepared to reveal it just yet unless you're someone who already knows the situation um it's it's not something i can put a time on i don't know when that's going to be is is the official kind of answer on that i don't know when this thing's going to occur <laughs> so it's in it's in fair time so um the point i'm making is i'll be stepping away andy might <laughs> might be trying to carry things on we've had this chat um i think andy's wanting to kind of uh, carry things on whilst I'm away, which I'm really supporting. I pray he does because it'd be great to hear turning 30 continuing to grow as it has been um, in my absence. Whether that happens or not, another story, but obviously we'll work through those details when we get to it. Um, but rest assured, at least for the next, I'd say for the next month, you will have me and Andy back um, as standard as of next Sunday. Um, it's just obviously factors meant that we had to record um, solo tonight, or at least I had to record solo tonight. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very brief stop off tonight. I think I'm cautious of kind of overragging the pudding. I get that hearing one person talk is probably nowhere near as entertaining as even two people talk to each other. Um, so I'm not going to keep you for too long. So I'm just going to read off the socials again. Uh, let us know how you're doing. It'll be great to hear from you because you guys are what makes this show work. Email us at turn30podcast at gmail.com and you'll pick that up. He assures me. Um, some point, who knows? But he shoes me, he'll pick that up. Um, if he hasn't already done so already, do message us uh, via email. And the Instagram, I'll work with Andy to try and get access to that again, um, because that's a lot less complicated to access than the Gmail. And that is turns thirty gram. Um, but yeah, uh, give us a follow, give us a shout out, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening. We're really excited to bring turning 30 into another year it's the first time we've had a podcast last this long we've like i've mentioned it on the the instagram we've tried this before it didn't quite work out um i've tried another podcast before myself didn't really work out this is literally the longest project we've had and it's it's so fun to do and we're really enjoying doing it so if you enjoy it and you want to help us grow we'd be honored to have you on board so keep listening and keep telling your friends and letting us know what you're doing but in the meantime that is this week's turning 30 i promise we will be back with um i want to see a bumper edition next week but to be honest with you it's probably going to be exact same length because andy's cautious about doing anything over an hour don't ask <laughs> but we'll be back again next week you can probably hear at certain points by the way i just want to apologize if you can hear at certain points through the podcast my child is upstairs having a bath and he is um basically doing screeching sound like a monkey um he's not trapped his mother is there with him so don't panic if you keep hearing that that is not a parrot or an owl crying that is my son um, but that's turning 30 for this week um we hope to see you guys here back next week um but without further ado that's me it's been dale take care and have yourselves a great week and we'll see you next sunday <laughs>